Welcome to Gaming Dad 101, the show where gamers became dads and now we're looking for cheat codes. Welcome to episode 42 for the week of August 8th, 2018. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and joining me today is Ricky. What's going on, everybody? What's up, Ricky? How's it going, man? Man, just enjoying life. Having fun, playing video games, nice. spending some time with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll talk more about that a little bit later. Um, not on this episode, but a little bit further down the road. Everybody will hear what Ricky and I were working on this weekend. Um, sadly, today, Brian's not joining us. Uh, apparently, he died. Uh, something killed him. And um, we wish him the best in the afterlife, and um, maybe he'll come haunt us next week. But with that said, and before we continue <laughs> with the show, remember that Gaming Dad 101 goes live each and every Wednesday on podcast services around the world. Make sure to subscribe and rate us so that you get the... Wait, I messed that up. Make sure to subscribe so you get the episodes directly, and rate us so that we get more listeners. I don't know how I combined those two, and somehow I was going to continue, but luckily I caught myself. It's that kind of show, guys. It really, really is. It's been a long weekend. So, Ricky, how's your week been? My week has actually been good. Um, got to play uh, some video games over the weekend. Sweet. So that was pretty fun. Yeah, basically, I get this uh, subscription. And no, guys, we are not sponsored by them. But, yes, I am going to mention their name. <laughs> if you own a PC, you are most likely know of this website called Humble Bundle. You basically pay 12 bucks a month, and they basically give you games every month. Um, those games can range from up to $150 all the way up to $220. Um, you'll get a mix of about six different games. Um, most of them are indies. Some of them are actually pretty good um, AAA games, uh, older games, of course. Um, so some of the games that I actually got uh, this last Humble Bundle was Escapist 2 and Serial Cleaner. Now many people, yeah, many people have, for what I understand, have played uh, Escapist 2. Uh, basically, you're in a jail, a prison, however you want to call it, and you're just finding ways on how to basically escape uh, prison. Um, there's multiple different ways you can basically. Uh, get somebody's help to help you sneak out of the prison you can dig yourself out you can go straight through a wall by you know jackhammering a wall down or <laughs> any kind of fancy way <laughs> that you can just try to get out uh so it's actually pretty fun um to me i kind of see those games kind of like mini games because you don't it's not one of those games that you just play for hours and hours it's one of those that you can just literally just pick up play for 15, 20 minutes, enjoy yourself, and then just move on to whatever you have to do. Mm. Um, aside of that, I also got to play uh, Serial Cleaner. And that's actually pretty fun. Um, I'm never really into like this puzzle, not really a puzzle game, but it's you're trying to basically evade um, cops within the map. And the cops move around uh, specific uh, locations throughout the map. And what it is, is you basically are hired by people that commit murders and they just leave the bodies at the crime scenes. And you literally go and recover the bodies to move them out of the crime scene. You clean up the crime scene and you pick up any evidence left behind from the crime scene. 
So hmm. yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, basically, you have cops just walking through the map through the little uh, maze. Basically, it's one of those maze type games. Where okay. you're, that's what you're trying to do. It's just go around uh, walls, hide in uh, closets and things like that, so the cops can't see you. While at the same time, you grab the body, either put it in your car or toss it out of a window if you're in a in a building. Um, clean up some of the blood if they ask you to. Uh, and definitely collect uh, any weapons or any items that they use to commit those uh, acts. Um, but again, it's also one of those games that you just basically play for about 15-20 minutes and just move on to something else. Um, so I really do recommend those two games. They're, they were actually pretty fun. Mm, not bad, man. Um, I am, however, a little insulted that you seem to have forgot one, well, actually two other games. <clears throat> well, I was kind of going to leave that for a little <laughs> bit later. But, uh, yes, we also got to play uh, over the weekend as well. Um, what was it, Overcook? We, we played Overcooked? the original Overcooked, and we played Portal 2. Portal 2. And, of course, if you uh, saw the live stream that me and Chris did. <laughs> We're sorry. Like, Yes, we know it was a disaster. <laughs> we were just testing out the waters. Uh, we were just, again, like we I mentioned earlier, we were hanging out on the weekend. Uh, just trying to do some random gameplays, and yeah, it was a, a disaster. We, we got some things that we're working on for the future, um, both for uh, Geek End shows, and it's something that we would like to do for Gaming Dad and stuff. And, and we were like, well, all right, let's test it. And uh, first of all, we had no clue that the audio for the game was so loud and that we were so low. Um, we might as well not have even had audio of our voices because you could barely hear us the entire time. Um, so you missed all the gems of Ricky and I cursing back and forth in terms of what was happening and trying to coordinate this one puzzle in Portal 2. Um, and then the disaster that happens with an overcooked. But um, if you watch the show, I hope you you know, you found it entertaining. Entertainment, um, entertaining. I can't speak today. Um, and if you, you know, bled through the ears once again. We apologize. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. So I, what did you think of Overcooked? It was fun. I mean, it's one of those games that uh, it's fun to play because I, I will be honest. After you left, I kind of tried to play the game by myself, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> it's one of those games that I actually have to play with somebody else. I can't do it by myself. Well, but I, it was really fun. I played it with CeCe. So, like, I've I've played the game by myself, and it's fun. But I I had the most fun when playing it with CeCe. So that that is definitely a recommendation. And that's maybe one of the things you can say to your wife. Hey, you know, you know, Chris has played this with his wife and they both enjoyed it. Why don't you try it? And, you know, it helps you with your marriage. You know how that we were talking about marriage counseling? Um, it helps yeah. you. It definitely helps you with your communication <laughs> because <laughs> you have to communicate in order to get through that kitchen. So it's a lot of fun. Anybody who hasn't played it, uh, Overcooked 2, uh, actually coming out this week, I believe. Um, yep. Yep, because I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to be picking that up, as a matter of fact. So, highly recommend it for anybody out there. Um, for myself, the only other game I got to play this weekend was uh, Halo Fireteam Raven uh, over at the arcade. It's the arcade shooter uh, from uh, Studio 3... What is it, 343? 343. Um, three. Yeah, okay. 
I'm just making sure because I'm having one of those brain fart days and I'm blanking on everything. Um, so 343 Games uh, created this arcade. It's actually pretty interesting. It's a four-player arcade, uh, and you go through either missions or you go through a storyline. Uh, so, of course, I went ahead and I tried the storyline to check it out. It's... um. It's, I don't know, it's what it's an arcade game. It's just kind of one of those, it's exactly what you would expect from an arcade shooter. It's kind of like a fun house of, you know, bad guys that are coming, you know, in sequences and in waves, and they stand in front of you without moving because you have to shoot them, and, you know, sometimes you are being thrown across a room, and it's, like, very cinematic and everything. Um, ironically enough, though, the acting in it was really good. <laughs> So that kind oh, of really? helped. Oh yeah, no. It was it was the quality visually and to some extent acting wise of what you would find in an actual Halo game. Um but of course in an arcade and you know, with the cheesiness that comes with being in an arcade. Um but nevertheless, the, it it was very beautiful looking, um it was a lot of fun. I like that, you know, it's a four player setup so you can play with four people and people can join at any point too so like i was playing at one point and my nephew saw me he came up uh, him and his dad came and they both joined me and then the three of us were playing and then it's just kind of you know anybody could just come in at any point and that's kind of the nice thing so let's pretend that i die and i run out of tokens they can and you know my nephew was still alive and my brother-in-law was still alive so they were able to keep the story going until i you know went ahead and put in more tokens to keep going myself so that that's what was nice about it in that regard so i recommend it if you see it in an arcade at least it's worth the amount of time that you'll play it so i highly recommend it for that but it's definitely not something that I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I have to go back to play it, you know? So <laughs> it was fun, but I'm not going to go out of my way to check it out. So okay. I just kind of – I had fun at the arcade, so I played a couple of games there. I sadly don't remember them all. Oh, but um, everybody saw a picture – what was it? Last week, the week before. I can't remember now exactly when. Ricky and I were at the arcade. Um, we were there for a work function uh, from our 9-to-5 job, and – we found the Injustice arcade game, then Ricky posted it saying, okay, how do you play a fighting game without joysticks? <laughs> well, it turns out that game hands you these little cards. Well, it turns out at the arcade that I went to today, they had them again. So oh, I really? Went, yeah, they had it there too. So I walked up and I took out the cards that I had and I walked out with like seven extra cards now. <laughs> so nice. I have a whole bunch of characters. I even have two that are shiny and everything. I'm like, sweet, man. This is not bad. So it's an arcade game that, you know, spits out collectible cards and I'm all about it. <laughs> it was yeah, lot, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, and the good thing is you're able to reuse those uh, collectible cards, so... Yeah. You'll actually be using them than just collecting dust in a book or somewhere. Exactly. The bad thing is that, yeah, you have to go to the arcade. But, hey, if you're going to the arcade and you have them, why not? You know, it could be a fun little thing. So that's basically what I've been playing in, in terms of that. So with that said, Ricky, tell us what games are coming out. Now, for this week, we actually have a pretty jam-packed uh, a week of games coming out <laughs> um the first one that comes up is basically a dlc that's for those uh fanatics in the pc for the game of uh, hearthstone the doomsday project uh, dlc is coming out this uh monday or no tuesday um then 
we have a game that was coming from early access is now finally being released into a full release access game uh, called Dead Cells. And this is basically going to come for all platforms, including the Switch, PC, Xbox One, and PS4. So be on the lookout for that. Um, for what I can kind of understand, for what I see, is basically a really uh, Metroidvania-style uh, game. So for those that are interested in those type of games, say, be on the lookout for this coming on Tuesday as well. Um, for Xbox One, we have Hyper Universe. Um, and then, of course, like Chris was talking about earlier, uh, Overcooked 2 is going to come out as well for this week. Um, for everybody that's a Monster Hunter fanatic and you've been waiting for it to come on PC, this is your week because on also on August the 9th, it's coming to uh, PC. Now, this is uh, a DLC that it's going to get me to go back and actually play this game. Um, and that is uh, Nino Kuni 2, the Renovant uh, <laughs> Kingdom, the Adventure Pack DLC. The good thing about this is that for everybody that bought that um, Season Pass, you're not the only one getting this DLC. It's actually going to be a free DLC for everybody. Oh, nice. Yeah, because uh, I think this is going to be the actual the first big expansion that the game has came out with mm -hmm. since uh, mm -hmm. what is what has it been now eight months okay so, so yeah since the game came out this is the first expansion in the last eight months so it's actually going to be free for everybody um i'm actually kind of excited for it so i may actually uh may have to go back to my playstation and actually uh, start playing uh nino kuni 2 again <laughs> not bad man all right then, uh, Jesus, I'm telling you, we we have a full it's, week. It is a full week, man. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm already broke. Shoot, tell me about it. <laughs> um, now, this is a game that can kind of kind of reminded me when I was reading on it. Kind of reminded me of uh, Skyrim because it's one of those games that just wants to be on every single console that has came out. So, if anybody has played Okami, um, oh my god, Okami, I love that game so much. Well, and HD Remaster is going to be coming out now for the Switch. So I know that this game apparently had came out originally on the PS2, then it moved itself to PS3, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and now it's going to make its way over to the Switch. Well, it was actually on the Wii as well, and on the Wii it had, the motion, yep, had the motion control so that you can do the brushing. And if I remember correctly, I think the original game, I think the original was for the Wii. Uh, I know that it did come out on all the other systems, and it's come out for basically everything. But when I tell you that this game is amazing, and I'm not underselling it. Um, anybody out there that's a fan of Zelda, this game is very Zelda-like. It's been very much compared to Zelda. And I, can, I honestly cannot recommend it enough if you've never played it. I severely recommend it. Um, go watch clips online if you don't believe me. But definitely, if you're on the fence, check it out. It's worth it. Okay. And then coming over to our last two games uh, to try to finish out the week pretty strong. Uh, for those of you that are fanatic of the American football-style game, we have Madden NFL 19 actually coming out. And then the new game that a lot of people have been praising that is also moving from an early access to a full release is We Happy Few. 
<laughs> yes. So, how about? Are you excited about getting that game or no? Oh yes, I've had this game on my eyes on my eyesight for like two years now, um, and I was very depressed because originally it was exclusive for the Xbox One, um, and then at some point they changed it. I think it was, I think it was at the beginning or halfway through the year last year. I think it was. Where they changed it and they were like, oh, it's it's going to come out for PS4 now. And I had a, man, I had a blast. I was like, sweet, I can't believe it. I'm waiting for this game. The concept of it is very intriguing. Because you're, from what I understand, you're essentially trapped in this town. And the entire town is constantly medicated to stay happy, to not have stress, to not have this, to not have that. And, of course, everybody's kind of being kept in this, like, medicated medicated state the entire time. So it's one of these games where you kind of have to balance on whether you take your medicine or not, and you can't be caught not being happy because if you're not happy, you know, they take you away and things of that nature. And if I understand correctly, the world is procedurally generated. So every time you, like, die or restart, it's an entire new adventure in terms of how you get out. So the concept behind it is fascinating to me, so I cannot wait for this one to come out. No, yep, it's coming out this Friday, man. So, <laughs> if you're looking for it, be looking at your mailbox for it. <clears throat> oh, let's have, we'll see my impressions on that next week then, because believe me, if it's coming out, if it's yeah, if I get it and I have the time, I'm going to be playing it. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the news for the week. So, the first thing we're going to talk about is something that apparently has been on the mass media circuit lately. Uh, It's even made its way to Comedy Central uh, on the Late Show and everything. But parents are hiring coaches so that their kids can be coached in Fortnite. Um, Of course, the parents that have hired these coaches are claiming that, you know, of course they're going to hire somebody to coach their kids when they can win, you know, prize money and scholarships and, you know, even bragging rights and things of that nature. So it begs the question, is this... You know something that's necessary is this do you do you think that this has a place in today's society where you know somebody can go ahead and work a part time job by being a fortnite coach? What do you think ricky i mean it 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 activates uh mixed motions um just because yes nowadays you can make a career um out of playing video games, but you know that career span is very short. And it's very niched to be able to get into it. But uh, at the same time, is it really... I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Is it's it really worth <coughs> paying somebody to train somebody on a video game? I mean, just take your time and actually just learn how to play the game. Yes, you know, that's why they create guidebooks and things like that. Um, so... If you want to hire, as a parent, if you want to hire somebody to coach your kid, how about you actually spend that time with your kid and try to actually learn about the game? You know, get whatever guides are out there for any, you know, specific games. For I know, for example, for this one specifically, it's for Fortnite. Um, hell, just enjoy your kid and actually learn about the game and go through it, you know, together. You know, you teach your kid. If you're really, if you really want to support him, and you want to pay somebody fifteen to twenty bucks for an hour or so, you know, just you do the research and you teach him. Yeah, and I kind of agree. <clears throat> it's 
See, here's here's where it kind of makes sense to me, and why, as much as I hate to admit it, I'm not really that surprised. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so yes, there are competitions. There's esport games that are coming up, and there are people that are legit making this a career. You know, and sure, like you said, it is a niche thing, and sure, like you said, it's very hard to get into, and it is very demanding, and you know. Hell, after you're past a certain age, you can't even compete. Like, us at our age, we're, we're too old already. You know what I mean? We we really can't be at the competitive level for these games. Our reflexes are not what they used to be. Um, with all that said, I kind of get it. You know, if you already have a child that is constantly playing video games and is constantly doing this and wants to make it into a career, then why not let them pursue it? If you're If you're one of these parents that are, you know... Well, I can't get my kid to stop. I might as well, you know, give into it. Might as well get them trained and get them set up to at least have the best opportunities to get to where they want to go. You know what I mean? So I kind of get it from that perspective in terms of, all right, my child really wants to do this. Let's get him the help, no, him or her, the help they need to get to where they need to be. So I get it from that perspective. But at the same time is, yeah, what you said. Why not play the game and get better yourself? And it's one of those where the same argument then can be made for any sport, you know. Well, I could always just play basketball by myself. I'm going to get better. Not really. You you need somebody to tell you the areas that you're lacking in that you yourself don't see. So it's it's one of those murky things for me. Um, and then, of course, I'm also one of those people that is, is very much like, as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else, then yeah, you do you. So it, it's, it's interesting. I just... I guess the problem I have and the biggest issue I have with this article is the way that the news always tries to portray things like that and the media kind of sometimes twist, you know, oh, parents hiring, you know, coaches and they make it into this big ordeal where people are kind of like, oh, video games are taking over our lives and it kind of paints video games in a negative light and that's kind of the issue that I really have with it. But aside from that, I don't think it's that big of a problem. No, yeah. I, I mean, I agree. It's not an actual problem. I mean, if, like you said, we hire substitute teachers and all that stuff to teach our kids already, um, regardless on what the topic of, you know, of teaching would be. Um, it's not a bad thing, but again, it's, I don't know, it's one of those uh, fine lines, you know, I, at least for me, because games are only relevant for, or at least specific games are only relevant for so long. Um, with the exception right now of uh, Fortnite, that's been going pretty strong here. But again, you teach a kid for this game, a couple months from now, a year from now, you're going to have another game out there that's going to be more relevant, and this game is going to fall behind. Again, it's your money. You do what you do. You know, you you spend it however you want. But you know, just have fun. You know, just let your kids have fun at the end of the day. Don't push them into this if this is something that they don't want to do. Um, as well, because it can turn into those kind of things that parents see. Well, my son is playing this game. Let me go ahead and uh, get him a coach so I can, you know, have him make some money. <laughs> they're just doing it for to have fun just let them have fun you know don't push them into anything as well 
Yeah, so, you know, just let people be people and, you know, they're not hurting anybody. So if you want to get your, you know, child to coach, good news is they're out there. And if you play <laughs> Fortnite a lot, good news, you may have another job. So with that said, let's go ahead and move into the other uh, bit of news that we have. So there was a uh, earnings call earlier this week that uh, Take-Two CEO Strauss Zelnick said, and I quote, yet another creative milestone for Rockstar, uh, which is talking about their Red Dead Redemption 2, where he states that it's going to, quote, refine our industry and captivate audiences around the world, end quote. So it seems that they're very confident about Red Dead Redemption which I like to hear. You know, they're very confident with the fact that this is the first Rockstar game in a while that they have actually been able to work from the ground up for the new console generation. As we know, their biggest project prior to this was GTA V and continuing the GTA V, you know, online aspect of it. And they've been doing that for so long, and if you're, everybody remembers, GTA V is a previous console game. It was. It came out for the PS3, and then it got ported over to the PS4. So they have not really started from the ground up on a game like this, and this one's the first one that they're actually doing. So they seem to be very excited, which of course just makes it so that it November October feels way too far. Uh, essentially, I just I need this game as soon as humanly possible. Uh, I will say this game has big big shoes to fill. Especially you coming think so? after, his, oh yeah! Especially coming after his predecessor, the freaking GTA Five. Yeah. All all of these different uh, experiences that they've added to their online game, because I know, for what I understand, you know, Red Dead, the original game, was really good and everything, <clears throat> and there's already been a big anticipation for Red Dead Two. So, and I know that did okay. And correct me if I'm wrong. Did the first one have multiplayer as well, or no? Well, technically, um, the one that you're thinking of is the second one, because uh, there actually was one prior uh, prior to that. But um, the second one did have multiplayer. They they had um, I can't remember too much what it was. I think it was like you could get up like with gangs and stuff and go find like um, kind of like a cops and robbers type of a thing. I think if I remember okay. correctly, I never actually got into it. I wasn't big on online gaming back then, so unfortunately, my knowledge is limited on it. Okay, because that that's the one thing that I'm going to say about this game. Since I know it's going to have a multiplayer, I want to see exactly how they're going to um, do an execution. Uh, sorry, I can't even speak today. How they're going <laughs> to actually <laughs> See, I told do. you, we're both having a day. <laughs> it's been a very exhausting week. <laughs> and like, yes, it is. You know, about things that we unfortunately cannot discuss on the show, but it's, <laughs> it's just we've... We're drained, guys. We're sorry. We're doing it. <laughs> it's just been that sort of day. So, no, go on. I'm sorry. No, but, but yeah. But, no. In other words, uh, it's kind of hard for me to try to compare this game to how they did GTA Online. Um, just because I know a lot of people are going to put a lot of expectations, especially coming from GTA 5, over to this one and all the resources that they put to GTA 5. Did they put enough resources to this game? You know, I know they're very excited about this game, but again, they just got big shoes to fill coming from GTA 5, especially at least for the online portion, because that's the part that I'm actually more interested in than the actual story. Um, 
don't know why I've never played any of the first ones. I did play Guns. That was back on the 360. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't a big fan of those revolver kind of old style guns and anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah so, so I'm not, I'm not too into those, uh, aspects, but for the online version of this, I'm, I'm actually really interesting really interested jesus christ <laughs> to see how, what they're gonna do with this game uh what i'm loving about this episode is that we are both <laughs> so messed up and then like the worst part is is that it's not even like brian is out because he's okay <laughs> brian is out because he's sick this is just this is gonna be an interesting episode so yeah no man i'm super excited i i really 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 loved um red dead redemption it was great uh i never played red dead revolver uh so unfortunately i can't speak to that but the second one was awesome i love the story the giant the twist at the end was great um and i know that it's been a while and i know that you know i should not worry about spoilers for a game that old but whatever if anybody has never played red dead revolve um red dead redemption go check it out um and i won't spoil it because it is that good um so yeah, I'm very much looking forward to this one, and like you said, yeah, they have big shoes to fill, but at the end of the day, they're the ones who filled those shoes in the first place. So um, I love how, because it kind of feels like that's what Rockstar's been doing. They kind of put something out, and then they go, all right, but watch, hold my beer, and then they come back and put something else <laughs> out, and it beats that, and they're like, nah, we can still do better, and they go back, and then come out, and then it's like hit after hit, and it always keeps improving, and it always keeps getting better, so... I'm super excited about this game, and like I said, October cannot get here soon enough because I'm really much looking forward to it. So, moving on with that story, let's go ahead and let's discuss something that we are unfortunately losing from the gaming community for anybody out there. GameStop is discontinuing their Elite program, or has discontinued their Elite program as of August 1st. Uh, apparently, it was uh, you were paying $30 annually and it offered you 20% off of purchases uh, for video games and things of that nature. And it's one of those where we're kind of seeing a decline in these uh, offers. Uh, Amazon originally used to offer the um, gamer discount, which was basically 20% off for any game that you pre-order and for the first two weeks of that game being out. Well, now Amazon is only doing this uh, for pre-orders, which, you know, luckily it's one of the reasons why I, you know, tend to get my games from Amazon because of that, uh, for the games that I want physically anyway. So we saw the loss of that. We saw the loss in the Best Buy program uh, that they shut down as well. Now the Best Buy, when they shut theirs down, they stated that, you know, they're making a way for a new program. What that new program is going to be, we still don't know, uh, but we do know they ended the first one and still haven't come up with a, uh, a different one. So we are seeing that these are going away more and more. Do you think that we're finally getting to a spot where, you know, the physical sale of games is actually kind of in danger? Because these programs were developed to kind of bring people in. And if it's if it's something that they're discontinuing, clearly it didn't have the effect that they wanted. So it either didn't improve sales at all, or it's one of those cases where it didn't even justify the means. So it, I kind of feel that it, it may be spelling the doom of that. And I know that we've talked about it on the show before. Where the complication of, you know, streaming games versus physical media, but I kind of feel like it might be, you know, they might be rushing this to kind of get it out of the way. What do you think? Uh, well, when it comes to it, I don't think it's more of 
physical copies being endangered uh, due to digital copies. I think it's more of uh, how can I say it? The it's a lot easier, for example, to order something from Amazon than actually going to the store, you know, and uh, waiting in traffic. Agree. So yeah, I think it has more something involved with that along the lines than actually just buying physical copies. Um, because for you, I mean, for what I understand, you almost exclusively order all your games straight through Amazon. So instead of you going to actual, you know, either Best Buy from their old program or, you know, GameStop, you know, last time I went, they offered me the Elite Pro. I had the original Mm -hmm. Pro. I was like, you know what? No, I'll, I'll stay with my normal Pro. So... To me, I physically don't go to GameStop enough just to do old trading games because that's basically where you're getting most of your value. Yeah. I'm, I'm more of a collector. Um, I love collecting my games, yes, even though they're horrible or whatever. <laughs> I, actually, I actually still keep my copy. I, I'm not one of those persons that actually just goes back and trades it in. I, I don't know why. It's, to me, I'm, I feel more of a collector than... Yeah. Than just a trader. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I really yes, it, it's good to buy used games, but I don't really buy many games at the store as it is. So, I mean, and that's probably something that it, it did affect, you know, their sales trying to push over to the Elite Pro. I mean, it could be something along those lines as well. Uh, I guess so. And just, I wonder too if it has anything to do, or if it's going to also have impact on Amazon. Because as you know, there there is that partnership between GameStop and Amazon now. So I kind of also fear for that. So I'm hoping that it doesn't affect it, because then, you know, I'm out of my discount. Essentially, is the reason. <laughs> <clears throat> but with that being said, it's... It's kind of bittersweet. I kind of feel like little by little we're losing that remnant of at least GameStop. And I know that I'm, you know, being a fan of big chains, I'm not really, a, you know, the fan of big chains. I would rather much more of the personal shops and stuff realistically. But it is still kind of sad that we're seeing this kind of like decline in like going to the stores. You know, like I used to go to my GameStops and like they used to know me primarily because I have a Zelda tattoo that people would automatically assume me with. So usually it would be like, oh, that's the guy with a Zelda tattoo. So I would make friends with everybody at the GameStop because of it. So I don't know. It's just kind of, I don't know. I kind of feel old, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and these <laughs> stories don't help, don't help me feel any better. Um, hopefully, what I'm hoping that comes out of all this is maybe a better program, something that benefits them more while at the same time still providing us with something. I think that would be nice. But I don't know. That That's what I'm hoping, at least. Yeah, no, I truly agree. Freaking make what are, what are those uh, cards that you could uh, get at the grocery store? That plenty card that you buy groceries at one store, you can go to the gas station and still earn points. <laughs> Dude, do something like that for a cross market. Hey, I'm all into it. That'd be pretty interesting. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I think they kind of tried that with their credit card, but I believe their credit card, even if you had good credit, their lowest APR was in the 28%. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really, really bad. I hope that's the one thing I hope they discontinued already. If you have a GameStop card, please don't ever use it. (laughs) Just, 
just just keep it there to look pretty. Don't don't ever touch that card. <laughs> so, all right. So we have also two confirmations or two news articles involving Nintendo. Now, I want to say before we get into it, um, Ricky, I almost called you Brian. Sorry about that, <laughs> Ricky. I'm not that ugly, okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, we love you, Brian. Um. So <laughs> with that said. The original Nintendo system. How do you pronounce it? Well, I know you kind of looked at me kind of funny when I pronounced that NAS this weekend. Yes. So I'm going to call it NAS. <laughs> right, so you're going to call it NAS. I've always pronounced it NES. I am of the camp of NES. And I am of the camp that apparently this week has been let down, even after we've defended the name for so many years. Because it's supposed to be an acronym for Nintendo Entertainment System. So you would think it would should be NES, but no. Apparently, according to Nintendo, the official the official pronunciation for their system... Ricky, if you will. Mess. <laughs> I hate the fact that that is accurate. <laughs> I, and, I, I hate and that I it's gotten to this point, Ricky. I really do hate that it's gotten to this point. <laughs> Because, again, it's and, an acronym. They're separate letters. They should be pronounced separately. But apparently, no, no, that none of that matters. And I will be honest with you. For for a while, I actually also did call it NES. Um, but I don't know. For some reason, I just, with no reason in mind or anything, I just thought it's calling it NES. Uh, not way before this article ever came out. Um, so it was kind of funny because it kind of just came out over the weekend just saying NAS, and I know you looked at me kind of funny. And, yeah. yeah, here's, <laughs> and here's what happened. This comes out. <laughs> here's what happened. The article came out. I saw the article but didn't open it yet, and I, I put it aside. I was like, I'm going to read this later because this sounds interesting, and it probably would be interesting for the show. So I put it aside, and that's when I asked you the question, and you said it, and I was like, this guy is... <laughs> so wrong oh so very very wrong and and then i read the article ricky and uh i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i judged you i should have known better <laughs> hey that's why they say don't ever judge a book by its cover okay <laughs> i am latino and i have a lot of s as in my flavors <laughs> nice oh man so now that we know how to pronounce the Ness, god dang it, I hate it. Uh, we got news in regards to sales for the classic console. So apparently, the original Ness classic system <laughs> it hurts. Dude, that is it telling hurts. you. You have no idea, Ricky. You have no freaking <laughs> idea. <clears throat> so apparently, the demand for the system has been so high that it has outsold the PS4 and all the other systems combined somehow. And I still have yet to be able to find one. Uh, I mean, I honestly, I'm not looking for one, but I'm, you got to think about it. I, I, I actually do understand why it would kind of outsell um, both major consoles. Um, because it's, it's more of a nostalgia, you know, you have, for example, us, the older crowd, the older parents, the older, you know, people, 
that grew up with this system. So, of course, we, we're going to buy it because it's more of a, you know, those things that you just want to remember of your childhood. You know, you want to take your memories back to your childhood days. Yeah. So you have that kind of crowd buying it. Then you also have the second crowd where, again, us, the older crowd, <laughs> want to bring the style games to our young ones. So to basically introduce them to them, especially because it gives you more than, you know, more than just one game. It's a cons- it's a system that's bringing you, what, 30 games, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. So it's something that's very convenient. It's like, hey, son, daughter, kids, you know, let's play this. Look at what video games used to be back in the day. You know, so you have a wider crowd, you know, to sell this to. So it's not just going to be one specific, you know, niche person that's going to be buying this. So, yeah, it, this thing grabbed the market and it grabbed a really wide market. So I'm I'm actually not surprised that they actually outsold the PS4 and the, oh, my God, I almost said PS1, the PS4 and the Xbox One. No, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I guess the price point is, of course, what helps it the most, you know, Um I'm just surprised that they sold that many, and again, I still wasn't able to find it. Like, it still was a very rare thing. They even brought it back. I came to find out, sadly enough, two days after it happened, that they were on sale again, like on the 28th and 29th of July. And I've, you know, and I I just, again, have not been able to find a single one, and I've been wanting it since the day that it came out. But, I don't know, I hope that if they continue their miniseries that they're able to put out more consoles so that people can get them. Um, I know that the uh, Super Nintendo was a lot easier to get a hold of, but again, I don't know if it's just the area we live in that it's that much harder to find one, which is, you know, very plausible, but it's just a shame, and I really wish that I could have it, but hey, more power to Nintendo. They're, They're finally coming out of the slump that they've been at for years, and I'm glad that they're finally getting to that point, because... We've missed them. Let's be realistic. We have missed Nintendo, and they're finally doing things a little bit better. I know that last week we talked about that hedge fund dude who made that four hundred you know million dollar bet, but <laughs> I mean in the in the eyes of the fans, they're doing much better and they're keeping our attention a lot better. So hopefully they keep it a lot longer and they continue to go in that direction because I would love to see Nintendo come back. Uh, the way that they are at the moment, but with a lot more power in terms of, like, actually standing their own, rather than just kind of being, like, this underdog where, you know, people are kind of like, well, you know, let's, let, I feel sorry for it, but it's part of my childhood, so I have to like it, you know? And exactly. So, hopefully they come out. And then, we have breaking news, Ricky. <laughs> for the first really? time ever, I'm the one bringing you breaking news. <laughs> and yes. No way. Really, we actually we just got? got word. There's going to be a Super Smash Brothers uh, direct for the Smash Brothers Ultimate this week on the eighth. So today, guys. So today, um, this morning at seven a.m. Pacific, uh, ten a.m. Eastern time, it's going to be the Super Smash Brothers direct. So we're going to learn a lot more about the game, about things that are in it, probably about characters who know if. Who knows if maybe the whole push for Waluigi finally is going to get Waluigi in the game. Um, but definitely going to be checking that out, and hopefully we'll get a little more information for next week that we can discuss in terms of uh, the Direct. So 
keep an eye out for that and we'll make sure that we post all the information that we have in our Facebook group. Uh, remember, if you haven't been to our Facebook group, go to facebook.com and go upstairs, uh, go upstairs, go to the top and win the search bar and type gaming data 101 and it'll take you over to the Facebook groups to join us there for discussions and everything. We're going to post whatever information we have there. And of course we'll discuss, uh, whatever they come out with and say next week on the episode. So with that being said, if you're new to the show, Toward the end of the show, we always provide our listeners with what we call the parenting cheat code of the day. <clears throat> All right. Today we have a very important cheat code, as you have very. heard <clears throat> through this episode. Um, Ricky and I have had quite a day. Brian has had quite a day. Uh, well, quite a week. We are drained. And it brings me to the very, 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 very important cheat code of the week this week. Cheat code number 42. It will not be missed if it's put on the list. And here's what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. To-do lists are very, very important. Because if Chris, your host of the evening, had had a to-do list, I would have remembered we needed a cheat code for this week. <laughs> so, <laughs> the cheat code for this week, unfortunately, is that we have no real cheat code. And this is kind of a cop-out that Ricky and I found hysterical once we started realizing that we were ready to record the episode and we unfortunately didn't have a cheat code. And realistically, it kind of applies as a cheat code because, yeah, I, we totally didn't realize we were missing it because we weren't proactive with that. So I apologize to you guys. Um, hopefully you find this... Even my kid is crying. Even the kid is crying about not having a cheat code. But hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you find this bit funny because I, I'm sorry, guys. We sat there for about 20 minutes and we we racked our brains and just this week with everything that we've had going on outside, uh, you know, we just unfortunately were not able to come up with one. So, and realistically, it was for bad planning. So we're we're taking that and trying to turn it into a lesson, mostly for ourselves hopefully at the entertainment of you. Uh, so with that said, is there anything you'd like to plug, Ricky? Yes, definitely. Um, guys, I know that some of you have already started to join slowly, um, but remember, we have a new Discord uh, channel over our server. So come and please join our Discord. You know, let's have fun chats and everything between all of us, you know, and enjoy ourselves getting to know each other. You know, hopefully we get to uh, go live in there at times to play video games, you know. So, again, the post is over at our Facebook group. Um, it's all it's going to be all the way at the top. Don't be afraid to hit that link, and it'll bring you over to the Discord. Yep. And here's the most important part, and everybody who's joined the Discord already. We don't know what you guys would like our Discord to be. What our intentions was, was to open up the lines of communication and be able to, you know, talk back and forth with our, with our listeners about games and about parenting and about whatever you guys want, anything and everything. So if you have any suggestions or you have anything that you would like to see over at the Discord, hell, even anything that you'd like to see over at our Facebook page, check, you know, go ahead and let us know. Reach out to us. We're very friendly. We don't bite. I don't think so. But... We'll take any advice that you would give, anything that you want to see. Let us know. We'll make sure to see, do what best we can. So before we leave, uh, thank you again for joining us for this episode 42. Remember to join us each and every Wednesday for a brand new episode. Make sure you subscribe and rate us on podcast services everywhere. And remember that for this and other cho- other shows. Oh, my God. I, uh, <laughs> I, need to, I, I need a drink or something. Sorry. I'm sorry. Actually, 
to be funny enough, my wife actually opened the door right before you heard my daughter start crying, and she showed me the wine bottle. She's like, we definitely need this. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it, it is one of those days. So with that said, we're going to go get drunk. Check us out on GeekEndCast.com. Follow our Twitter at GeekEndCast to find out about what Ricky and I were really doing this weekend. And uh, thank you once again, guys, everybody. We're going to see you guys next Wednesday. Toodles. <laughs> he did it. <laughs>